Hey folks, welcome to When Women Speak with Shirley K. And I am your host, Shirley King. We're at another episode. I know this episode is what? Fire. Because it's just you and me for this episode. You know, if you follow me on anywhere on social media, you already know August is my month. It was created for me. It's my birthday month. And so it's only befitting that I record a solo episode for you, the When Women Speak audience. And I have been doing on my Instagram, you can follow the underscore Shirley K underscore. But I have been doing this 54 things that I know. And I've been doing it because um, I decided to share that starting earlier, late last year. So I've been sharing this for several months now. But I have this thing, right? So on my birthday, what I do is I will write down the thing or things that I discovered or learned that particular year leading up to my birthday. And then I write it down. And it was interesting one day, um, and I had gone back, I was turning 53, 53 or 54, I can't remember. But I had gone back to some of the previous things that I wrote down that I know. And it's written just like that one all the way to 54. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to share this with my community. And so I began to do just that, sharing each one with my community and what it means. And it has, and it has been a blessing to me because I'm going back to things I've already um, learned and it's been a blessing to some of the folks in the community. But August 12th this year was number 55. You already, if you didn't know, your girl is a whole Gen Xer, been a whole Gen Xer, and I love being a Gen Xer. But the 55th one, um, I wanted to share because it, there's been so much between 51 and your 55 um, that had the opportunity to do one or two things. Take me out or up-level me to another level of prosperity. And I allowed that to up-level me. We talk about amplifying our voices. That is the purpose of this show. Women come on here to give you their authentic stories um, and talk about the strategy of amplifying our voices because we are needed. I absolutely believe that our voices they were created with a cadence that cannot be duplicated. That cadence is a cadence that allows people to hear us so clear when we are clear about ourselves. So just because you have the gift, if you're not clear about who you are, what your gift is, where you should be, what you should be doing, then it's not that you don't have the gift. The people that are assigned to you, the voice that they're looking for, they just don't hear it yet until you allow it to be authentically you. The only way that we can amplify our voices is for us to amplify everything about us. Our voice, our gifts, our gifts, our voice. Let's call our gifts exactly what it is. Our purpose, our voice, our voice, our purpose. When we're sure about that, you have no choice but to be sure of who you are. Because think about it, a gift, right? When someone gives you a gift and it's not your birthday, it's not a holiday, it's not, they, you've done nothing for them, but they've given you this gift. And this gift 
they thought about it. And you know how it makes you feel when it's given to you. And that heartfelt gift is given to you. I don't know about you, but man, I, I get emotional every time when I get a heartfelt gift. That's why I really can get a card with nothing in it, but a card that I can read it and know that this person took the time, read the words, and thought the words apply to me and their relationship with me and who I am to them. That's what a authentic gift, that's how it makes you feel when you receive it. So if you have not received the gift of your purpose, your voice is not amplified at a level that it should be. She needs to hear the cadence of your voice. They need to hear the cadences in your voice. We need to hear the cadence of your voice. I need to hear the cadence of your voice. So 55th thing, this 55th thing, I, I did share it on social media. Like I said, I, I've been doing this particular series, but it's so much in it. Like it, it was a whole page. So I decided to gift it to the When Women Speak with Shirley K podcast community. So here we go. Number 55. I still love it. It wasn't the thing. It was the thing attached to it. I am healed enough to love it again without attaching it to the thing. I'm going to say this again. This is exactly how I wrote this. Listen, when I wrote this, I myself had to look back at it and go, girl, you went deep. Like you, you, you really got this thing. Here it is again. I still love it. It wasn't the thing. It was the thing attached to it. I am healed enough to love it again without attaching it to the thing. One of the biggest things I had gone through in the last several years is a divorce. I filed for divorce and it made me feel small. Don't let anybody tell you that uh, unless there are some circumstances that it really, you know, there are some mental, there are some physical abuse and all type of things that would challenge a woman to do just that. So filing for the divorce and getting the divorce, ending the actual marriage. And then I changed my name. My name wasn't Shirley King. This is, I went back to my maiden name, Shirley King. All of that made me feel small. So I, I said the things that people say, you know, I don't think I'm going to do this marriage thing again and all the things I don't think I'm going to do again. But my my goal was to heal. My goal wasn't to be, to to give myself another title um, um, and, and anything. It was simply to heal from that, whatever that is, because that's how we own, when we own our part, then it allows the voice that we have, that amplified voice that we keep talking about to continue to be authentic. So because of that, I needed to, to make sure whatever my part was, because I had a part, let's be clear, it takes two. I had a part in it. So my part, I had to dig deep. I had to pull up some roots. I had to take some stones that were already in my heart before I said I do. Mm, I'm going to say it again. I had to pull up some stones that was already in my heart before I said I do. 
So I'm pulling out stones. I'm, 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 I am just weeding up. I'm getting roots that I didn't know had seed tangled up that could not grow. I did some deep healing during that time frame. Now that I am here, what I understand is that I don't have to never say never to anything that is meant to be for me. I want everything God created that belongs to me to be drawn to me. I don't want to be the repel to anything that's all that's created that God already wants me to have. I don't want to repel it by having all this unhealed muck deep inside. So my goal was to pull it up, pull it out, and then discard it so that something else beautiful could grow in its place. So I can do it again. I still love it. I love it all. I just don't have to attach the thing to it again. What is the thing for you, family? Now, you already know. You already know from previous episodes whether I'm with a guest or I'm not with a guest. I go deeper than just talking about intimate relationships, which is why this is the first time or maybe the second time you may have heard me even talk about the divorce because our voices are just not aligned with intimate relationships. The first person our voices are aligned with is us, our inner me, my in her me. So what is the thing that's attached to it for you? What is that thing? I'm a Star Trek supporter of being responsible for ourselves. That's why I started with me. Self-awareness and self-leadership will have you saying yes to the right things without adding a thing to it. That's the goal. For you to know thyself so much and so deep that you are unable, you will you are unable to attach a thing to it because you'll observe that you're attaching a thing to it. Now, that don't mean you don't go through something um, because our, our, our lives are supposed to have experiences. That's how we got to where we are. That doesn't mean because you're so aware of yourself that you're not going to get caught up in anything. You're not going to go through anything. Our lives have to have experiences in order for us to come out and go through that next level. Remember, I talked about prosperity has levels. So as I wrote this number 55, I began to jot down some of the things that I still love to do. Some of the things that I'm still going to continue to do um, that that I either was, was not doing full out or stopped doing. So now I'm going to go through that. The number one was I still love love. I still love love. Psychology Today and the American Psychological Association, they are reading material for me because I like to know how I'm ticking and I like to be able to apply that to um, some of my trainings that I do. But I still love love. The American Psychological Association says that what love is, is the affection toward another individual. It is a sense of tenderness and sensitivity to their responses, which is why love can go past describing it as just an intimate experience itself. You love your sisters, your blood sisters and your sisters who are your sisters because of some experiences that you've had together. 
you have a sense of tenderness for them and you are sensitive to their responses. That's what I realized, man, I still love love. The next one is that I still love my gifts. There is nothing that can destroy your sense of purpose more than, I think, a bad relationship. And I began to question these gifts. As a matter of fact, I even started this podcast while I was in doubt. Because I go back to that self-leadership and self-love, it, some, it makes me oftentimes move forward in doubt. Because I'm aware of the doubt and I'm aware of what, I'm have, what I have been or going through at the time. So I started this in the middle of that. I still love my gifts. I still love discovering what I truly love. I believe that there are levels, again, to those prosperity in our lives. I had stopped the art of discovery. What do I mean by that? I like this eclectic art. I like African art. I just like art that just transcends past colors and lines. And so I took a few painting classes. Now, I discovered that <laughs> I'm not an artist. But that is something instinctively that I'll do. I'll try something that I enjoy experiencing to see if I have, if it's not particularly a gift. I'm not looking to be um, um, a person that does 500 things and do nothing right. Um, but I'll try it out if I love it, right? And so I had stopped discovering. I had stopped doing those type of things. As a matter of fact, I would, I may observe them and go, oh, wish I could do that. And it's okay to wish I can do it. But I know when I'm saying I wish, if I'm really saying that, I wonder if I could try that out. Once that sits in my heart just a little bit, then I'm probably going to look up a class or some type of experience to just give myself a hand at it or try at it. So I still love discovering what I love. And that's just taking a chance on something I'm passionate about. And trying the experience as a user versus a spectator. That's all that is. You know, and I hope some of this resonates with you so that it changes your trajectory a little bit in how you are experiencing yourself, experiencing your entire life on this earth. Man, different experiences gives our, it adds to the cadence that we're supposed to have in our voices. When I go back, you know, after these 55 years on this earth and realizing that I've tried a lot, there are quite a few people I've met that I know that it's not that I take it for granted, but I have an expectation that if this is that I've asked for a life of experiences with God. For years, I did that about 10 years ago. I used to ask for my life to have experiences. But you know, when you ask for something and you don't know that you've been, you've been actually getting it all along. So I've been enjoying it. And I realized, oh, these are prayers from like 10 years plus. I've been asking for experiences because I believe that experiences are the only thing that give me the versatility of relationships, the versatility of observing someone else's gift, the versatility of how to do and say what I don't know how to do and say. It, it, versatility of being able to walk into a room and don't particularly know the language per se, but because I tried something else that was versatile, I can walk in the room and go, okay, I learned the language. It's got to be in the room a little bit more. Whatever that is, that's why discovering what I truly love is important to me. 
that makes me be brave. I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't call it brave, but it's just, it makes me be curious enough to walk in those rooms that I don't know the language on. The next one is, I still love laughing out loud. So I am a vibrant person. Well, I'm sure it comes through to the podcast, but person to person, I'm still the vibrant person. And that's just it. I am the person in the room that I'm not probably, the first thing I'm not going to notice about you is what you don't have or, or whatever it is that everybody else notices that might be negative. I'm usually going to observe what's great about you. And a part of that is me being able to connect with people and my ability to just immerse myself in experiences, in people. And that usually comes out for me and a lot of laughter. At some point between that 51 to 54, somewhere in there, it was gone. But I didn't know it was gone until I observed that I was stifling a laugh. Self-awareness, it is such a gift. Now, I didn't observe it when it began to happen, but I once I observed it, I, I kind of went down memory lane a little bit and I realized this is not the first time I tried to stifle a laugh. But that's because I, I want to know every crevice of me. God put a lot in this lady right here, Shirley K. God gave it to me. I want to know everything about me. He created me so spectacular. I'm a spectacular human being, and so are you, because he only creates exceptional and spectacular human beings. But because I'm really high on self-aware, I noticed that. So what have you stopped doing that's a part of your family? What have you stopped doing that's a part of you? Listen, our entire personality is pivotal to our voice. So stifling who you are, stifling the personality that was the positive side of you is going to stifle your voice. It has no choice but to stifle your voice because the two are intertwined. The next thing I wrote down is, I still love spending quality time with me. I still love spending quality time with me. So have you guys ever seen this real? This is real as of a person. They're texting. And so in the real, you see what they're texting and what they're texting something that's like, I'm on my way, but they're literally all the while wrapping up tighter in a blanket while sitting on the couch and rubbing, she's rubbing her feet together. I know that my audience is expands and is wide, but just let me tell you, when you see your black friend on the couch rubbing his or her feet together, they ain't going. That's it. They are not going. So when I see this real, it makes me laugh out loud because that's me. And I had to be okay with that, of it being me. But they know that, that two or three year time frame I talk about, for some reason, I began to not like being alone. So I, I would you invite me in and everywhere I was going. So at some point, I began to believe that being alone was unhealthy somewhat. But, but it was a thing I attached to it. It was a thing that I attached to it. So that real, I just explained, that's me all day long. 
At 55, I still have the only child personality, you know, because I I raised an only child. Um, whereas they don't mind the cousins coming over, but when they leave it, I still love spending quality time with me. And so what you heard me explain was realizing that it was unhealthy to intentionally not spend any quality time with myself. It was unhealthy. But that goes back to me knowing me and that self-awareness that I have about me. And the last one I wrote down is I still love community. I'm aware that being alone with myself and being alone with my thoughts are different. So when I was writing these down and I got to the I still love spending quality time with me, I'm just a thinker. So I'm always going to think about why was I thinking that? It's because I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts. So I still love being with people. As a matter of fact, as I record this right now, I am on a 10-year anniversary cruise with um, one of our previous guests, who is my first business coach, Saya Jackson-Mouth of the Sister Court. It's about 80 of us on this cruise. So I absolutely love community, but I had to come in and get this out to you before I go get my massage today. But I still love community. And I became aware that being alone with myself and being alone with my thoughts are totally different. Family, if that's you and you're listening to this and you are attempting to not being alone because you don't want to be alone with your thoughts, find someone that you can talk those thoughts out to. Of course, a professional always works, but if you don't have a professional to talk to, who is that person that you trust? You don't have anyone to trust that you trust? Okay. Pick up your phone, whether it's an iPhone or an Android. Click that recording and talk it out. Talk it out how it's coming up out of your heart. But you have to get it from out of your heart and your head into something so that you can deal with it. Obviously, I do love community because I started this When Women Speak with Shirley K podcast. So family... There is a story behind this joy. I also still love joy. Thank you for hanging out with me today on this episode of When Women Speak with Shirley K. We are in season four and we're like halfway through season four. I'm still like overwhelmed that I have more than 15 episodes. Like when did I have enough to say to anybody well, 15 plus episodes, but there you go, family. When there's a purpose, it will chase you down until you do something about it. This is your girl, Shirley K. logging off. Thank you for joining me for another episode of When Women Speak with Shirley K. Produced and managed by Build Your Vision Podcast with Cleavon Davis. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the When Women Speak podcast on the Live Podcast Network.